0: Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, who doesn't like a little hot chocolate? That has sort of been a theme this morning. We talked about a couple of workers that worked for Mars or contractors or something that worked for Mars and they fell into a vat of chocolate. That's like Charlie in the chocolate factory, right? Who? wouldn't like to fall in a vat of chocolate. I'm raising my hand. I would, I would, as long as I survive, right? Okay. And as long as I get lifetime chocolate as a result of having to um, endure that. (laughs) So speaking of enduring, thank you very much for uh, tuning into the show this morning. If you were unable to catch the first half of feedback, my guest this morning was uh, Congressman Glenn Grothman. You can go out to wsau.com and our conversation will be podcasted shortly after the program concludes. I receive all kinds of emails and messages from our listeners, and I'm grateful for uh, this particular one that I'm going to talk about. This is from one of our listeners who alerted me to a mailer that she received regarding Supreme Court candidate Jennifer Dorrell. And uh, she had said that she would heard from uh, another one of her friends that this particular uh, this particular flyer, this mailer uh, had persuaded this person to turn against voting for Jennifer Doro. And it is a, and as I always say, whenever whenever you receive anything in the mail, well, f- frankly from anyone, always look at the return address and that will tell you all you need to know because this particular flyer, which, which uh, claims that Jennifer Dora wants a Wisconsin that eliminates cash bail, that's a, an outright lie, actually. And uh, frankly, the, the dead giveaway that you shouldn't be paying any attention to these third-party groups that are trying to interfere in Wisconsin's Supreme Court election, this comes out of Chicago. Do we need Chicago's help to determine our, our elections? I don't think so. But this particular... Uh, flyer, as I said, claimed that, well, and of course, the, uh, very well intentioned sounding paid for by Safe Families Wisconsin. hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, really, who, who's more in favor of criminal justice reform in this, in this country or in this state, uh, Republicans or Democrats? Democrats are, uh, they, they, they have been in favor of zero bail, for, uh, as Glenn Grothman said during the the conversation. Milwaukee County judges are notorious for letting people go for with a slap on the hand. Now, Jennifer Doro, just to be clear, I reached out to her campaign and I said, hey, there's this flyer, uh, what say you? And the response was uh, Jennifer Doro actually worked on a committee to help reform bail and wants judges to be able to consider public safety, among other things, when setting bail. Right now they can only consider whether or not the defendant will show up to court. So speaking of Jennifer Dorrell, uh, after receiving this mailer and then I saw this uh, piece, I'm, many of you perhaps are familiar with Mark Belling. He was a frequent sub on uh, Rush Limbaugh's program and has his own program down in the Milwaukee area a daily program W I on WISN. Mark Belling has been in uh, talk radio for years and years and actually a uh, number of my conservative friends that are downstate uh... listen to him obviously daily so mark belling has uh, come out with this piece and it was published in in a few different spots but i want to uh... share it with you and uh, get, get your reaction to it i was i'm uh, frankly ha- have expressed my concern about the discourse among Uh, The Kelly campaign directed towards Jennifer Doro, and I question why you would be attacking a fellow Republican, a fellow conservative, as opposed to either building yourself up or attacking really the true enemy, which is as as sadly, as we all know, Janet Protasewicz is going to be the candidate on the left that will make it through to the spring election. So here's the piece from Mark Belling. Jennifer Doro getting attacked from both sides. In the month and a half that she has been declared a, a declared candidate for the state Supreme Court, Jennifer Doral has been the target of more attacks than arguably any candidate in court history. The attacks are as revealing as they are obnoxious. This week, a national liberal PAC is launching a nearly $1 million ad campaign aimed at destroying Doro. What makes this assault noteworthy is not just the massive dollar figure, but the fact that it is not coming that it is coming not in the general election campaign, but before the February 21st primary election. There are two liberals and two conservatives running in the primary, and the expectation is that one liberal and one conservative will survive. Why, then, is a left-wing PAC spending so much money now? Ask yourselves that. Critically think and ask yourselves that. This is me editorializing. The answer is obvious. They are terrified Doro can win the general election and want to nuke her out now and run against the far weaker conservative candidate, former Supreme Court Justice Dan Kelly. For his part, Kelly's campaign has become one giant temper tantrum from an entitled candidate furious that another conservative would dare dare to run against him. While Doro hasn't even criticized Kelly, Kelly and his surrogates, led by Justice Rebecca Bradley and Appeals Court Judge Shelley Grogan, have been almost foaming at the mouth with relentless attacks on Doral that are almost comically misleading. And I'm going to stop right there. I'll come back. But I just want to comment. So I received an email, unsolicited email, from one of these two people that I just mentioned, one of a, 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 a judge that is a surrogate for Dan Kelly. And although I would, I'm not going to share it on air, it was slightly unhinged. And at the end of the email, I concluded, wow, what high school does this person go to? I mean, I I was so unimpressed and and, and really shocked that someone who is a judge would put in writing what she did to me a few weeks ago. But okay, so I'm going back to this is again, this is uh, Mark Belling. Even worse, somebody most likely linked to Kelly's campaign has been leaking smears against Doro and her adult son, implying he had something to do with a drug overdose for which he has never been criminally charged. Okay, I'm going to stop right there, too. So I will share this with you. I did receive this disgusting, reprehensible article from written by Milwaukee Journal, if you want to call him a journalist, uh, Dan Bice and i was repulsed by it because i i do not think it's ever appropriate to attack a candidate through that person's child particularly someone who's got addiction problems do you do you realize what it does to the heart of a mom to go after their child that that, that's suffering and that how dare how dare the Kelly campaign try to get me to talk about that article on this program and to try to participate in the smears that the uh, journalist, so-called journalist Dan Bice, was going at unsubstantiated claims against Doro and her son. Okay, so I'm going on. Here's the, uh, this is Mark Belling. The story popped up in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is and is being regurgitated by leftists all over the state. And... As I said, I got a text message and an email from the Kelly campaign about it. Reprehensible. There's a lot at stake in the general election. If one of the liberals wins, the court will have a liberal majority for the first time in two decades, and every conservative accomplishment from school choice to act 10 could be struck down. But the assault on Doro is occurring before the primary, not the general election. That's because liberal activists know that Kelly will be easy to beat. That is my opinion, too. I've not said that until today. Well, I've hinted at it, but that is my concern and my fear, too, is that he is the weaker of the two. And the reason I say that, he lost by 180,000 votes when he ran for election in 2020. So there's that. There's that Exhibit A. Uh, He already ran a losing Supreme Court campaign, but Doro is an existential threat to the left. She got national attention, for her deft handling of the difficult Waukesha Parade Massacre trial, particularly her handling of the incredibly difficult defendant, Daryl Brooks, who tried unsuccessfully to hijack the trial and turn it into a circus. Doro is articulate, charismatic, well-known, and has the advantage of being a woman running for a position in which state voters, for whatever reason, prefer women, six of the seven current justices are women. The leftists and their media allies need to get rid of Doro now because if she survives the primary, she could very well win the general election. They have no such fears with Kelly, a proven loser bereft of personal charm. As for Kelly and his supporters, they are making it clear that if Kelly can't be on the state's high court, they won't tolerate any other conservative serving there either. Shame on them. That's me. Their obnoxious campaign against Doro is dividing conservative voters and wounding Doro with character assassinations that will have a toll in the general election. Grogan, and this is Judge Shelley Grogan in particular, has been an unprofessional and classless hack in an inane and inaccurate attacks against fellow conservative Doro. Grogan even darkly hinted at Doro skeletons two days before Voila! The story about Doro's son magically appeared in the Milwaukee paper. Reprehensible, especially from a mom to a mom. Shame on her. This is a sad repeat of the 2022 Republican governor primary where Rebecca Clayfish and Tim Michaels hammered one another so badly that Michaels was damaged goods in the general election against Tony Evers. Many Republicans are adamant that they don't want that to happen again. But Kelly's people, including a national conservative that it's that is doing its best to unwittingly elect a liberal, are launching the same suicidal civil war that Clayfish and Michaels fought, and which gave us four more years of, yep, governor veto. Kelly's gang resents that Doro is running at all. Kelly decided after he was clobbered in his 2020 bid for a full term on the court that he would run again, and he's been a spoiled brat ever since Doro decided she would run too. Kelly realizes Doro is more popular than he and is headed to a primary victory unless he literally destroys her. Even if he succeeds, it will be a perfect victory because the damage, from the war Kelly started, will leave conservatives the opposite of united. This is a nonpartisan race, but everybody knows which side each party is on. State GOP leaders have again been derelict in not ending this suicidal behavior by calling on Kelly and his people to end the war they declared. Over on the left, not a bad word, is being uttered against one another by their two candidates. Milwaukee Judge Janet Protasewicz is going to survive the primary, but the other liberal, Madison Judge Everett Mitchell, hasn't criticized her at all. The left police is its own. We conservatives keep eating our own because no one has stepped up to stop Kelly and his kamikaze mission. So, Doro, The one conservative who could have won the April election is unfairly getting it from all sides. Daniel Kelly's legacy may well be the guy who lost not one, but two state Supreme Court seats. The leftists and their media allies need to get rid of Doro now, because if she survives the primary, she could very well win the general election. They have no such fears with Kelly, a proven loser bereft of personal charm. Again, this is from Mark Belling, who's the host of Daily Radio Talk Show on WISN and a frequent, at one time, was a frequent uh, guest host for Rush Limbaugh. If you'd like to join the conversation, 715-845-2155. A lot of topics Chris and I discussed over the course of the Wisconsin Morning News, a few, of course, the Chinese oh it's Chinese weather balloon right and and uh, the fact that uh, we had to shoot down another UFO and it was over it was at one point in in Wisconsin or floating over Wisconsin over Lake Huron and uh, you know what I would say is either our government knows more than they're telling us or we are dangerously unaware either way it's unbecoming and horrifying and to think and i suggested this i said i said to chris and then i said this again to congressman glenn Grothman this morning is that this is this is a national security issue and and frankly should we be surprised that the biden administration has taken such a lax lackadaisical approach to these uh weather balloons that have been surveying the united states and whether or not they I mean i guess they're capturing data on us somehow they're capturing data on us but the the worst part about all of this is is that they're being permitted to float into american airspace to begin with and that's concerning but however when you look at the crisis at our border and that our border is porous and that illegals are allowed to just come into our country and without any recourse without any accountability It's not too surprising that Joe Biden would also let the Chinese spy on us in the air. 715-845-2155 if you'd like to join the conversation. Good morning and welcome to Feedback.
1: Hi, Meg Scott here. I just wanted to say that was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece by Mark Belling. And I've been concerned about this race uh, since prior to the 2020 presidential election and called your predecessor saying this has to be on the radar if we lose this race act 10 gone anything that was good that happened during scott walker's tenure is gone this state will be unrecognizable and kelly as far as he is as a solid jurist is in fact a proven loser and if she wins the race next Tuesday I hate to say this, but it is over. He will and cannot win a general election. He cannot and win a general election. This is so crucial. And I've been working my phone, I've been texting my friends, reminding them, you know, get out. I'm supporting Jennifer Doro. She's a winner. And this is just, I mean, I know it's been said, it's been said, but I can't stress enough. This is more important than last November's election. Uh, This is everything. You know, what what the left cannot achieve at the ballot box, they will go behind your back and they will change it. Uh, They will judge shop. They will do what they have to do until they get it up in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, They are relentless. They don't back down. They're going to put everything in this. This is so so crucial.
0: Yeah, I say I I can't argue with anything that you. I concur with everything you just said, Scott. And you know, up until this point, I haven't come right out and said. In fact, I had a guest on uh, the program in the Wisconsin Morning News last Friday, uh, Attorney General from Fond du Lac, Eric Tony, and he challenged me on air to uh, to endorse uh Jennifer Doral and at this point I'm going to say that's what I'm going to do because here's 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 the point in all of this and and, and maybe there are I know that there are I know that we have listeners that uh that uh, prefer Dan Kelly and that aren't uh, that uh for whatever reason they've been swayed by some some rhetoric that he said or whatever reason but I say we have to look at who is the candidate that's best equipped? Who has the electability in the general to beat Janet Protseowitz? and and I mean, it's it's, in my opinion, it's a no-brainer. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe that Dan Kelly can beat Janet Protseowitz. and and I mean look at look at the campaign finance uh, returns so far. I mean, look at who has raised more money on the conservative side. It's not Dan Kelly. And I mean raising money also, is an indicator of
1: votes. Yeah, this is about one thing for me, and it's winning. I am singular in purpose, and it is about winning. And Dan Kelly cannot win. That uh, you referenced that mailer that uh, someone texted you. I got that on Friday as oh, well, you did. Okay. and I knew I knew it came. Uh, it did not come from a left-leaning group. It came from a right-leaning group. It came from one of um, uh, you know one of Kelly's surrogates, and it was an attempt to wipe her out in the general. Excuse me, in the primary, yeah, and uh, you know I hate to be negative, but it's over. If if if, uh, if Kelly wins, it's over.
0: Well, and what I'm what I'm concerned about is that perhaps there are many that don't realize that he lost by hundred and eighty thousand votes to a leftist candidate uh, in the last election that he ran, and and I mean I guess I just don't see how he's going to be able to make up that deficit in this upcoming election. And it's concerning to me so much so that I have now come out and said that I'm supporting Jennifer Dorrell because I I am so terrified. In fact, what you started with and saying, if uh, we won't know what Wisconsin will look like, it almost brings tears to my eyes to think about all the work that the grassroots activists in this state have done over the course of the last 10 or 15 years will be wiped out in one election because as as many have suggested the the leftist attorneys are just circling they're licking their chops with the uh, litigation that they are going to that they are going to elevate to the state supreme court to overturn act 10 right to work conceal carry uh, the any kind of right to life including the 1849 abortion law it will all be it will all be lost if we don't put the most strong candidate through to the general election to face Janet well,
1: he meant to that.
0: Well, hey, I'm looking at the clock. Thanks for calling in, Scott. I appreciate it so very much. Thanks for tuning in, and I, am, I can't stress enough how important it is that we get out and vote, and I appreciate you spreading the word. Eight days, eight people you need to persuade to get out and vote. Have a great day. I'm going to go to a break, and I'll be back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for tuning in this morning. Again, a reminder of how critical this state Supreme Court election is. Tuesday, February 21st, eight days away. I'm going to vote today. You know, you're never guaranteed tomorrow, seriously. So what are you waiting for? Vote early. You have the option to do so. The Democrats sure are doing it. They're taking advantage of it. We might as well, as well, so that on election day, we don't have as many votes to make up. Make a plan to vote. Eight days, eight people you need to reach today to encourage them to get out and vote. Pick the candidate, as I've suggested, Jennifer Doro is the candidate that's best equipped, the most electable to beat Janet Protasewicz in the spring election. Got a boogie. God bless. Have a great day. Talk with you again tomorrow.